Welcome to a brand new episode of Creative Talk. My name is Cabraska King. I'm Managing Director of King Creative Media. And I'm Amber King. <laughs> We're still getting used to this live streaming setup, but this is now our third episode of Creative Talk where we not only stream live, but we record it so that it can actually go out to our normal podcast audience all over the world. And to everyone that t- that tunes in on a regular basis, thank you so much for thank all the support. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We didn't actually think anyone would watch because like we're quite, we're quite random. But someone's watching. Thanks. You guys seem to like it. So we're just gonna keep doing it. I think it's really good, it's good fun for us. It breaks up a crazy day and we get to kind of talk about some really cool topics. So yeah, we're really excited to be talking back. What are we gonna be talking about today? We are talking about, well, the thing, the buzz thing that's going around at the moment is the social dilemma on Netflix. Ah, I yes. Think a lot of people have watched it and a lot of people have been talking about it. So today we're going to talk about it. So for those of you who haven't seen Social Dilemma, it is a new uh, documentary that has been created by the guys at Netflix. Um, some amazing content and also some people have come forward from some of the biggest platforms in the world, platforms that we actually have worked on for a number of years. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, which you'll be watching this on actually at the moment. Um, and the documentary is quite concerning, right? The yeah. things that it talks about, uh, it highlights, you know, some really interesting topics around what kind of goes on when you are a user on these platforms. Do you want to tell them a bit more about like what you found on them? Um, it's a trap. <laughs> We've all been trapped since day one. Um, I think, well, the people talking that spoke on the documentary um, were some of the founders and some of the people that, you know, invented mm. the like button on um, Facebook or were the first people to start Pinterest or Twitter and things like that. Um, they said they didn't come out with, like back in the beginning, they didn't think, oh, we're going to do this so that we can trap little kids and, and make them get addicted to their phones. That wasn't the intention, intention mm-hmm. but um, they've seen how that has progressed over the years and all of those people that are in the docker no longer work for those brands. So obviously they have issues with some mm-hmm. of the things that they even invented. There definitely seems to be, from their point of view, um, a concern. And it's a massive one. It's how these technologies started off as a really fun engagement tool, something that you could use, you know, to keep in touch with friends and family and something that you can put your content on to share. And that's all fantastic. And, you know, 10, 12 years ago, nothing existed like that. And that's what made social really amazing. It's It's what made it so social and so big all around the world. But you... You know, you speed up the process, you fast forward to today, we're in 2020, you know, this thing has been going for a long, long time and now it's not just about social, it's about monetization, it's about advertising and selling products, it's about getting your product in the hands of consumers who might not actually be able to reach it, touch it, feel it, but they still need to buy it. So the dynamic of each platform has really changed. Yeah. and what really stood out for us, especially for me, was how much data they have on us on every platform from not just the things where you think about, which is your personal information, which you give when you make an account, but it's like 
your every single movement, your every single post, right down to the millisecond of how long you watch something, how often you click it, is analyzed to not benefit you. It's analyzed to benefit the people who are trying to sell you stuff. Um, and that's quite concerning. So for us today, what we thought we'd do is one, address that that has definitely come up. There's a lot of truth in there. If you haven't watched it, you should. Yeah. You definitely should. Yeah. Um, and you know, as business owners, especially business owners that work on those platforms um, and use them and have used them for many years and on a daily basis, uh, we're going to share with you today uh, three tips on how you can avoid the social media trap. Yeah. And give you some insights and tips from us on what we're now going to try and do. And I do say now because right up until that time, I personally myself. <laughs> Tell them your story. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to social everything. Like I would, the first thing I do when I wake up is turn on my phone and I would be connected and I would watch YouTube videos and I would then scroll through social content and then I would either start making my own content, then I would check my email, then I would go back to social, then I'd do meetings, then I'd go back to social and the day goes back and forth like that every day and I'm on my phone like 24 seven, if not my PC, if not my laptop doing the exact same thing. So I'm pretty sure like Facebook and everyone else would have a shit ton of data on me. <laughs> a lot of data. They know what kind of videos you like. Hello, they everything. know what everything. kind of posts you like, what products you like. They know that you have a cat and that they're sending you cat products now, you know? Yeah, we were having a discussion the other oh. day. Is it freaking? We were having a discussion and no shit to it. Like two to three minutes after we were talking about this particular person, we had something pop up yeah. on Amber's phone, like yeah. straight away. And we have friends that have noticed that in like oh. New Zealand as well as <laughs> Australia who have had the this same thing pineapple happen. will know all about that. It's, it's really freaky. So like, you know, your Google Assistant speakers listening in on to what you want to do and they'll start serving you content, which you think is like, oh, it's just a coincidence, but actually it's not. It's a targeted ad, it's a targeted approach. It's now a document and, and documentation documentary series which is on Netflix and you know these guys who help create this technology are now the ones who are concerned about it for our generation and also for the future generations ahead so if you haven't seen it again definitely go and do it but let's get into our first tip on how we and personally how I am going to go through the process of trying to weed myself off my phone which might have to lock could you. go two ways, really. It's it's pretty dodgy. I'm gonna have to lock you in the room with no technology. Uh, I may get quite Just angry. books. Not sure. How about that? Books. Books. Um, I read digital books. Some I missing. have full, like, I, I read a lot of digital. Anyway, so <laughs> our first tip on what we're gonna do to help you avoid the social media trap. What's our first tip? First tip is don't download the apps in the first place. Now I know this is very hard because everyone's already got the apps on their phone, on their computer, um, and they're already using them. So if you already have them, uninstall. Uninstall, uninstall. And I have uninstalled already around 20 apps that I didn't even use. Um, to give you an idea, I have over 400 on my phone. Yeah. What Most is, of them I don't even use. Most of them just sit there. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't go through and listen. There's so many. There is a lot. I don't know how your phone fits all of those apps. I think I've got about five. I've got 400. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I have uninstalled a ton of apps 
just to do this purpose. They're apps that I don't regularly use. They're ones that I won't be using for business or for clients. They're ones that literally just sat there and just filled up my app store, to be honest. So I've gotten rid of all of those. So that was the first thing that we did. Um, but the first thing is either just don't download it or uninstall it. So I've gone down the uninstalling. Very good. Uh, Me too. Yes, we'll yeah. see how long they stay there for. <laughs> um, well, they're going to stay there. Anyway, so that's tip number one. What is uh, tip number two to help you avoid the social media trap? Tip number two is reduce time on the app. So reduce them. So if you can't, if you can't uninstall, if that's just too hard, then maybe you can reduce the time that you spend on them. Mm. So that is, instead of getting on them first thing in the morning when you wake up, what can you do instead? Oh, you might say, spend a lovely morning with your beloved. Or you might feed the cat, which is probably a lot more exciting because, you know, the cat is lovely. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Feed the cat, have breakfast, have a healthy breakfast, um, you know, because if you are first thing in the morning waking up from a nice sleep or whatever, you might, um, the last thing you want to do is bombard yourself with messages on social media that mm. are not good for you. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be answering emails at seven in the morning. It's, you need to have some chill time. What do we do instead? We, we do yoga. We now do yoga. So I've been trying to get you off your phone little by little it's and then working. get into a bit of yoga in the morning. It's working. And then, yes, that's on YouTube. So, again, that's on an app. But we can do yoga another way if we didn't have YouTube. We can find another way to do it. Or, you know, we do the yoga in the morning, then we have a nice breakfast, usually, and have a chat about non-business related <laughs> topics probably usually the cat and and then we get ready for our day and then we do work yeah yeah reducing app time is fundamental to actually getting control of how much time you spend on this and it also coincides with reducing screen time mm -hmm. um, you could be not using an app but you could just be looking at your email reducing the time that you do this stuff on a regular basis is probably really important for not right. only your mental capacity and your concentration, but also the time that you give to your family, to your business, to your clients, um, anything that you're doing, your relationship, your animals, your, you know, anything. Um, there is more time spent on being distracted these days than there is in being connected. And so by reducing the amount of time you spend on apps, reducing the amount of time you spend on your screen, reducing the amount of time you spend on emails to get things done will allow you to be more connected and will have a massive benefit to yourself. I have noticed a massive benefit just from being able to talk with Amber outside of the business every morning, do yoga, which I'll be honest, I'm not the yoga guy. Like I am not He's bendy. I am like the stiff concrete <laughs> block, immovable concrete. You start somewhere. You're getting is, <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> but you know, like just by doing something different and trying something else, which is completely out of my comfort zone, I'm actually learning that there are massive benefits to that. And it actually makes me want to do more off the screen than on the screen. It makes me want to experience more, try out other things, which I naturally assumed I wasn't good at or I couldn't do. Uh, and when you put yourself in that scenario, you're going to learn more about yourself and you're going to experience a lot more. Yeah, exactly. So I found it quite beneficial. 
Very cool. I'm gonna keep doing yoga. I think it's pretty good. Good. Um, but it's not just reducing the screen time in the morning. It's actually reducing it through the day. All day. You know, so if, all day. If you're finding that you have your phone next to you on your desk mm -hmm. and while you're working, you're getting alerts, getting constant notifications and, and you know things are pinging you so you're not actually concentrating on your work you're you're kind of half on your work but half on your phone um that's a good time to turn it off that's a good time to like turn off your notifications um put your you know don't have those apps on your phone in the mm -hmm. first place and then concentrate on the work that you're doing because you're going to be more productive that way and then when it comes to night time that's another key time for where people are scrolling on their phones while the TV's on, someone's on their laptop, someone's like, no one's really paying attention to one thing <laughs> or each We're other. all distracted in our own ways. And even I have started to do a different routine for the evening because, again, I would take my phone into bed and then watch, like, the latest YouTube video right up until the time I had to go to sleep, which normally meant I would still be awake for another hour or so. Now I'm trying to get into the habit of reading or turning off all screens, TV, everything, and just having a conversation before I go to bed, which I'm finding is so much better. Yeah. And relaxing and just like chills you into actually having a really good sleep. Yeah. You can have a cuddle with the cat if she's not biting. All the one you love. You can do whatever. All the one it's you love. You. It's up to you. Oh. <laughs> anyway, back to our topic, avoiding the social media trap. We've covered off don't download the apps or uninstall the ones that you don't use, which is me. Um, two, reducing your time on the apps. And now we're up to the third one. What is our third tip with regards to avoiding social media traps? The third tip is removing your personal info. This one is going to be tough. Yeah. And the main reason is the way that they've built these apps is you have to give your personal information in order for you to actually use the app. Yeah. So how can we actually do this one? Uh, maybe to start off with, make things private? Yes. Yeah. Like it will make it private from public, but also, you know, hopefully take off more of that targeted ad appeal to advertisers who will try and target you with spend. Because if your stuff is private, it's less likely that they'll be able to target you because of this. So most app features, Instagram, etc., have a way of you making it private. And what you'll see and what you'll notice is that that will also affect how these ads and how this content is skewed. They will still have all your user data. So, and that's like what pictures you're looking at, how often you're looking at things, where you're commenting. So all of that stuff, if you reduce everything from personal information to looking at content and reduce the time by doing other things, you're gonna make your digital profile smaller and less likely for them to target the hell out of you with a bunch of spammy ads and content. Yeah. You know? Ideally, what we would love all of you to get to is a place where you have a balance. Mm. Um, because I think we all know the reality is the technology is not gonna go away. Um, the technology is gonna stay there for many, many years to come. We were kind of the first generation, probably talking about how old we are now, but we were like the first generation of internet technology into home, into school, and into your working environment. My sons and their sons are the ones that I'm more concerned about. The ones that spend every waking moment on screen yeah. from the time that they are, even while they're at work. Like I've seen these guys in retail, like and they're doing their retail job, but then when there's no customer in front of them, they are literally on their phone and they can't 
stop Being this behavior mm. and it's become a dependency. So I think, you know, if we can do it for ourselves and at least show this generation that it's possible and then try and help them as many ways as we can to have time off screen, not to download so many apps, not to become so disconnected, disconnected and reliant on the technology. Mm. Maybe there's a way forward where we can make a real synergistic balance. You know, maybe there's a way that we can make technology work for us rather than it be used to target us all the time. That's yet to be seen. Yeah. But reducing everything is definitely going to benefit you right now. Like something you can start today. You can uninstall apps today. You can make your accounts private today. And you can reduce your screen time straight away. These are things that you can start doing and maybe you might influence some of the people in your house like Amber has influenced me. <laughs> Get some yoga in, fresh some water. Yoga. Yeah, I mean it's not about we're not we're not saying, oh, they're the baddies and and um, you know, you should never ever go on social media again. That's not what we're saying because as you know, we're a marketing company. We do a lot of things on social media. We use all this. We do grow though we grow our brands on social, but I think as Carissa said, there needs to be a balance. There needs to be because what we've noticed with young people today is that because they're so connected to their devices, they don't actually know how to talk to people in person. They've mm -hmm. lost that ability. It's no longer like ringing your mates up and go, hey, do you want to go to the park? They don't do that. It's more like <laughs> getting online and then going, hey, let's play Fortnite or whatever it is. You know, and I think they've never even met these people. These are people they talk to in America or UK or whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, so... I think this social media has caused a lot of people to be unsociable or mm. undisconnected. So, um, you know, turning off, switching off every once in a while for those kids is a massive thing for them. And a lot of them get all jittery. But if we can instill in them that, yeah, to form real relationships with real people, you need to switch off. So. And I think, you know, props out to the guys who actually created that documentary that, and all the people that came forward and talked about all this information because none of us would have known how much data is actually collected on yourself when you're using a simple app. We all think it's just this little box. Like I used to think of it as just a little box that sits in my phone and it doesn't do anything else. What I, what I didn't even think about was how much time relatable to the product is actually used and captured and analyzed and actually brought into a place where an advertiser can actually spam you with content. Mm. Like I knew it was happening, but I didn't know that so much data is collected to the point where they can actually start feeding you bits of content that makes you want to come back to the platform or feeding you pieces of content that makes you want to look at other things which still have a likeness to your own personality because they've analyzed your personality. That kind of stuff is really freaking scary. Like, yeah. Because you, we're not controlling any of it. We are fully at the mercy of these platforms. There's no regulations that these guys have to abide by. Everything else that you think of that is in a public forum has a regulation, has some type of law that they need to abide by. These guys don't yet have that. And I think that needs to be the next step on how we manage all of this process, screen time, personal information being shared. And until that happens, you have to take the power into your own hand and start doing the things that we're talking about. Yeah. So at any time, if you have any questions about us around creative talk, around any of the topics that we're talking about, you can follow us on any of our social channels at King Creative, hit us up 
on our Twitter or follow us on Instagram. <laughs> it's quite funny. Switch it off. <laughs> well, follow us. But uninstalled. Yeah, we're kind of contradicting ourselves here. I actually don't know how you could contact us without social. How weird is that? You can look at our website. It's still digital. Yeah, but it's not social. It's not the website's not gonna tell you to do stuff. Well let's do this thing. Scrap contacting us on social. Give us a call. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> or just go to our website and then just email us through the Yeah, message us then. Yeah. We don't track any of your data on it. No. Like no. you just have to send it to us. Yeah. It's really difficult, right? Yeah, it's difficult because people that's just Put, you know, like that's in your brain, right? Oh, yeah, just follow us on this and contact us on this. And even you guys watching us right now, it's all on social. Yeah, like that's how much stuff this has become intrinsic into the business. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to get your head around or change, especially for a business like us, which yeah. is like marketing and we live and breathe on everything to do with digital and social. So it's a challenge for us, which we will keep sharing with you guys as much information, tips, and tricks on how you can manage it. Uh, but until next time, I'm Rusty King. And I'm Amber King. And you're listening to Creative Talk.